0: Supername
1: supername easy man supername supername easy man supername supername easy man The soup boys are back Jimbo how are you Oh
0: Frank I'm doing fantastic Welcome to another episode of the number 1 soup podcast on the internet ethernet Interwebs. It's Super Easy. I'm doing fantastic. Welcome super fans to the episode you've kind of all been waiting for. It's a festive one today. It is our holiday episode everybody. Clap it up.
1: <laughs>
0: Wait, let me. Christmas is around the corner. Hanukkah has passed. Kwanzaa is also around the corner. We celebrate all here on Super Easy and and frank are you excited just as much as i am for this wonderful season oh yes you are it's like a christmas special it's like
1: a hallmark special exactly oh i which by the way have just been non-stop on the television the same movie it's the same movie Candace Cameron Beret plays a small town doctor who goes into town and ends up falling in love with the guy who drives her into town on his pickup truck, who also happens to own a business and his mom runs the diner and his dad is the mayor of the town. Um, (laughs) But I am I what am I looking forward to? Um, You know what? Seeing family. Um, because Beautiful. they're listening. They're listening. Um, but um yeah, I like you know, I here's the thing, Jimbo. I've learned Christmas Eve is where it's at. Christmas Day is overrated, Christmas okay. morning is great, then you just have eight more hours of Christmas. Like after you get to the afternoon, it's like dead hour of Christmas, and then the 26th is just <laughs> It's, it's just up. Christmas is over. Let's just drag it out. Let's get past the next five days till we can get to New Year's Eve. That's true, Frank. Well, it depends on how you
0: celebrate with food, I would say. If you have a big feast on Christmas Day, that next day is leftover city. And that's fantastic for most people. But if you, if you don't have that, I agree with you. Nothing really to do on the 26th, except for go and return that one gift that you got from Aunt Marge.
1: Left of our city. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I do do love a good, like every year, I was about to say January 26th. That's a little, that's a pre show meeting. Frank
0: celebrates Um, the entire month.
1: Yeah. And when I
0: say month, it's the 25th of December to the 25th of January. (laughs) Frank goes to work on January 17th with still like a Santa hat on. Which, by the way, for our fa- our fans on TikTok, Frank and I are so festive Ooh. right now. I have the Santa hat. Frank's got the reindeer antlers. That's correct. He's also sporting that mustache, which we talked about last episode. That thing is still there. It's it's uh the word is growing.
1: The word is growing. People people love the mustache. The last episode when we. Posted a clip on TikTok. The people went wild. They're like love the stash bro. Yeah. Um so well. Know. I
0: think your generation needs a new Burt Reynolds. So you're you
1: could be that. Not exactly the entire lane I'm trying to fill, but Smoking <laughs> Smoking the Bandit is a very good movie. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> uh so yes. Um but yeah, so this is our
0: holiday special. Frank, you're excited for family. I'm also excited for family. There's, some, the, there's one thing that my family likes to do on the, around the holidays, and we will be celebrating with this particular tradition on the 26th. So you say there's nothing to do the day after Christmas. Well, here's something that maybe you can do with your family. Family Christmas cocktail competition, Frank. The way that my family does it, you work in teams. So just pretend you and I are a team, Frank. We would come up with a creative drink, we would find the ingredients for said drink. We would then create the drink. And then there would be a judge of people to judge each team member's drink. Last year, I came in second place out of four, um, which was upsetting because I almost took home the prize. So maybe this year, Frank, I can take home the prize for Jimbo's family Christmas cocktail competition. What do you think about
1: that one, Frank? What, what do you remember what you made? Uh,
0: Yes. uh, Thank you. It is. We, we made a drink called the, um, um, ooh, ooh, jingle bells, but it was with gin. So it was jingle bells Uh, and it was a fantastic gin cocktail with, uh, some, I want to say it was like cranberry and, um, there were some marshmallows floating on top. It was just, it was kind of fun. It was very
1: festive Frank. That's that sounds great. Was it in like one of those wine stemless wine glasses? Uh thank you for asking Frank.
0: It was actually a creative way of serving the drink in a clear glass ornament. So you're actually drinking out of a ball
1: ornament. Yes. <laughs> See, you have to be creative. Like you poured it in like a like a metallic ornament from like the store uh yeah and i would take points off for
0: for (laughs) danger i mean it was it was an ornament cup it was literally designed for that of drinking oh it was designed as a cup you buy it at target in the dollar section your favorite part of target we know this bullseye playground let's go you love the little (laughs) tail wagon his little do you have your does your target have the little tail he's he's in the box yeah the amount of batteries that that thing must go through (laughs) Ever wonder that you go? How is his tail always wagging?
1: Uh, I'm on, <laughs> pull at target. Uh, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on bullseye. <laughs> bullseye battery duty. Just the little Duracells trying to put in. Yeah, I thought you meant like an actual like. No, that like would be dangerous. That no, would I be know dangerous. Yeah. yeah.
0: Glass everywhere. It's not even glass. I don't know what that is. But Frank speaking of Christmas cocktail competition it, uh, I'm thirsty Frank how about you what are you what are you thinking are you want to enter in uh one of our favorite establishments sure what is the name of this
1: establishment by the way it's just the soup saloon hit him with the drop up uh, we have Paul on the piano let's give it up for Paul <laughs> hey Paul hey now pull up a stool because it's the
0: soup saloon <laughs> Oh, every time. love the soup saloon. Paul on the keys, everybody. Give it up. <laughs> yeah uh... Well, I am prepared, Frank, for the soup saloon. Are you also prepared for the soup saloon? Are the soup boys gonna be festive today? I'm I'm prepared for the soup saloon. Oh my God. That's my promise. All right, Frank, uh, I'll go first then since I don't think you are prepared. Today's beer brought to you by Jimbo, uh, is one that I've reviewed on the podcast about a year ago, probably. I've done, definitely done it once before. It's from our friends over at New Belgium Beer, and they're slowly becoming my favorite brewery. I've tried, I think, every beer in every sampler pack from New Belgium. I can't find a bad one. I really can't, Frank. This one is perfect for the season. It is Accumulation, Accumulation Winter Hazy IPA, Frank. This is a 6.5% alcohol by volume in a 12 ounce can. And the, the fun thing about this, this beer, Frank, not only is it just look cool on the side of the can here it is, there's, there's a ruler, a ruler, Frank. Wow. So they're encouraging you, not encourage, well, they want you to like put this in your front yard right before a snowstorm. So you can see how many inches of snow get it. Accumulation. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Love it, Frank. And if you're a real super fan and you can find the podcast episode where I basically said the exact same thing, let us know on Instagram, Supernane Easy. Email us, supernaneasy at gmail.com. Follow us on TikTok, Frank. Where can they find us there? At Supername
1: Easy on uh, TikTok.
0: Mm. Ooh, going, the sip has been gone. The sip has been gone, Frank. definitely oh it's like um it's definitely the hazy you definitely get the hazy ipa feel but it's more of a full bodied almost towards just regular maybe like double ipa status this is a fireplace beer frank i could definitely see yourself watching the snow falling having a couple sips In the mode of Christmas and holiday, Frank, I'm going to give this rating. The New Belgium Accumulation out of 100, like we do with our beers. Mm. We're going to go. We're going to go 84,
1: Frank. 84. Wow. Thank so you. if you'd like to know the uh beer advocate score, it is an eighty-five. Wow. See, I'm beer advocate. If you want to sponsor
0: slash hire one of the soup boys, because they know who they want to hire. I'm right here because I'm right with your writers. Right with your writers? I'm right with your writers, Frank.
1: They, what are they? A website? <laughs> I mean <laughs> they are, but they're not a blog. They have they should reviewers. Be. Um Beer advocate, famously known for the Pilate, uh the start of the Palate thing. By the way, the most the podcast I get the most things about Pilate, which was from uh, this uh, Soup Saloon. Do, do you remember that part of the podcast? I do not, Frank. I said palate wrong.
0: Oh and, yes, um,
1: yeah. It was the I, internet broke that day. Um, I could tell that Jimbo was a little confused, so I just picked him up. Um, I had t- I had too many accumulations that day, so uh, it's my turn. I don't welcome to the soup saloon. Pull up a stool, Frank. I don't. I don't uh, join the st- the, <laughs> the <laughs> saloon. <laughs> you can tell that Frank uh, polished off a little of this beforehand. Um, so what do we got? I have well, it's in my yeti, um, but. Uh, this... Also, that's festive. Yes. Like abominable. Abominable? Say that word, Frank. Abominable. Abominable. Snowman. Snowman. Abominable. Snowman. By the way, Rudolph is on at like 10 o'clock. No kids are up at like 10 o'clock watching Rudolph. No. Also, in the days of On Demand, it's a little less, but it's like, put it on at like 7 o'clock when little Johnny is like still awake and not like at bed. Yep. Um, so I have, um, you know what? This is pretty festive because it has to do with the mountains, uh, the mountains of, uh, golden Colorado. Uh, this is a, uh, Coors Light <laughs> seltzer, black cherry, Um uh, Jimbo's face, uh, describes it. Get out of the saloon, Frank. Um, and uh, I, I can, I can go in for the taste or I I can't crack it open, but I can, can do the, do, do the lid. Yep. The Yeti lid.
0: Now, Frank does something that I've never done, and I'll tell you why. So I hope that that Yeti is only meant for Coors Seltzer Black Cherry, because it's impossible to get, in my opinion, the smell, taste of alcohol out of a Yeti. You kind of need a coffee one, and then you need one dedicated to a Coors Seltzer Black Cherry.
1: Thoughts, Frank? So I had my coffee in this one this morning. I cleaned it out uh, with a paper towel and washed it. But I was going to say, and water? Yeah, no, okay. no, just dry paper towel. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say, how's your black cherry coffee, Coors Light <laughs> filter? And I made sure to clean the lid because that's uh, I can get a little gross. Uh, but yeah, it's I don't know. I use it for. I <laughs> I use it for every yeah, and the the coffee just kind of like burns it off. Like in the morning, you know, seven forty-five, just just kills the alcohol. So uh, I don't think it does. I think that's how you get through the morning, Frank. (laughs) On my morning, my morning because I drink my coffee, then I have some oatmeal, then I go for Mm -hmm. my run. Yeah, Um, so (laughs) stumbling around. Hey, there's Frank. Oh, he had that
0: black cherry again this morning.
1: Oh, uh, he's got to lay uh. off.
0: Frank's going in for another sip. Am I? Am I not allowed to? Or? No, you are. You're you're meddling, and and uh, just thinking of your score. Oh, meddling? That's right. I need to give a score. So,
1: out of a uh, hundred, Frank, that's how we do it at the soup, soup saloon. Untapped, they basically give it like a thirty-one. Um, wow. I, well, it's a 3.1, but, uh, it's fun. It doesn't taste like alcohol. Most seltzers don't. It's like, it's 51. All right. 51. That's pretty terrible. Yeah, not great. (laughs) And is it even cold? (laughs) <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I just grabbed, it was underneath the, the cabinet. Oh, God, that's why it's a 51, Frank. No, that has, it's, I mean, it's cold. It's not warm if that's, you know, it's, I know you, you know, it's like 85 degrees in California, but that's uh, right. in, in Pennsylvania, it gets cold. Um, So it's, uh, I mean, it hasn't been bad. But uh, it's like in the 30s, so um, that's why I'm wearing a sweater for TikTok. Very
0: nice. Yeah, along with the um, the antlers, Frank's also got that Christmas
1: sweater. Do you like my sweater? It's a Fair Isle sweater. I look like I'm from Iceland. Thank you. Very nice. So.
0: It's very it's very ugly. It, in a
1: positive wow. way. Wow. No, you know, ugly sweater. By the way, that's beat to death. Like, that was a cool trend in, like, 2009. But now (laughs) it's, like, now we're making sweaters to specifically be ugly sweaters. And they're making t-shirts. And it's, like, we're done with this. Like, now you can buy cookie mixes where it's, like, gingerbread ugly sweaters. And it's, like, the whole point of ugly sweaters is because you get grandma's, like, you know yeah. ugly sweater
0: although that is a that is a super easy pro tip if you go to your next holiday party and you have a vintage ugly sweater you're gonna you're gonna shine you're gonna shine frank because no one everyone's done with the like felice navidad and all that all that stuff like a like a fleece navidad you know a sheep on there <laughs> you need the vintage stuff i
1: i agree are we are
0: we moving on Frank, let's move on to our next segment. We have a good one. its uh, I would say this is soup news. Let's throw some soup news in there. It's in the news.
1: Soup news. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so to get rid of the echo, Scott souping Din. All right, hold on. Alec. Always.
0: i'm veteran newsman scott soupington and it's time for this week in soup news
1: thank you thank you thank scott you. thank you scott we'll uh we'll take it from here Love so it. by the uh, way what a get. scott Soupington. i
0: know i mean he was about to retire i probably did retire but he accepted our 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 check and he's he's there right he's Are now you? part of us soup nation scott soupington
1: are you sending the checks or because I have not. That's what or. Alex
0: for. Right. I hope he did. Is he paying for it? I don't know. Anyway, our friends over at Buzzfeed released an article uh, at some point this year. We're not going to say when, but uh, one, the one thing that we wanted to bring up is, you know, it's our holiday episode, Frank, and it's all about, we talked about family traditions and being excited for family and, you know, watching Rudolph with little, what'd you say, Johnny? Little Johnny? Sure. It's always wholesome and fun, but there's a different side to the holidays, Frank, especially Christmas and Santa. There's things like Santa Con in New York City where you have her and her just running around with nothing on, going to the bars, bar crawling, if you will, Frank. And then you have... Other parts of holiday parties where you know things hanging. What is it? Mistletoe? So what I'm getting at, Frank, is there's a a sexy side to the holidays. And this segment is is a a, a beautiful, if I may say so. Sexy, if I may say so, a article slash quiz from our friends over at BuzzFeed. So Frank, the headline is say sexy or nah. To these soups, and we'll tell
1: you what your love language is. Ooh. <laughs> can you take a for the for the audience at home, can you take a guess of who found this article? <laughs> Besides you're welcome. Scoops
0: Scott Soupington. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah, he appreciates he's our fact checker as well. So thanks, Soupington, for everything. So here's how it works. So we're gonna go, Frank and I are gonna go down the list. There's I don't know, maybe 10. 10 different soups. And you'll remember a lot of these soups from our soup bracket from a soup madness, right? So we're going to go one by one and Frank and I will choose if the soup is on a scale of not sexy to super sexy. There's a little like slider that you can play along with too. Just search the uh, soup sexy quiz with Buzzfeed. And at the end of this, We'll find out our love language, Frank. Uh, didn't you always want to know what my love language was?
1: Yes, I did, Jimbo. I can't wait to find out.
0: I know you're going to mark that one down. Um, anything
1: else you want to add before we can get going? So it looks like there's like about twenty of these, not ten. So okay, even uh, better. We might, yeah, we might. Would it be efficient? So uh, the first one. Let's start off with the classic. Ooh. Do you think chicken? That's that's what it says. Let's start off with a classic. Do you think that? Do you think chicken noodle soup is sexy? Chicken noodle soup
0: is sexy. So, oh, So um, the good thing about this is a nice picture that you can kind of visualize. You know, we're looking at pictures on our phone and saying if it's sexy or not. So uh, I'm gonna say from this, Frank. If you let me go first, chicken noodle soup is Is definitely not on the sexy side of it, but it's not not sexy.
1: We're going to go about halfway down 25% sexy for me, Frank. I was going to go the opposite. I was going to go about half not sexy. That's what Uh, I did. I thought you said half to super sexy.
0: No, 25% sexy. So the scale is zero to 100. So we're in agreement. We have the same yeah tasting chicken noodle
1: soup <laughs> so the next one is do you think lobster bisque is sexy now we oh, know hold where on. jimbo sliders going hold on i need to go on mute
0: for a second <laughs> I had a moment with my lobster bisque.
1: <laughs> this is the most. And un- yes, <laughs> that's all it takes. That's all it takes. <laughs> the most uncomfortable segment. Okay. We're gonna have
0: to change our rating on this episode, for <laughs> I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna keep it in the middle. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean a How little towards super. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's creme. It's lobstery. How can you just be
0: in the middle with that, Frank? You can have a night with lobster bisque. All right. Speaking of having a night, do you think clam chowder and specifically the picture is New England clam chowder is sexy, Frank?
1: The picture that they have looks very heavy. He- oh, my God. It is heavy, <laughs> lumpy. It
0: is... If you're into that, right. it could be a night
1: uh that thing's gonna ruin your night like oof. that
0: you know but but there are a lot of clams in there and and you know, I don't know. Sometimes that's what you're looking for. I'm gonna go about 60% sexy with that new England clam chatter.
1: Are we basing it off the picture or the soup in general? Because I'm taking
0: everything into account, Frank. It's almost like we're we're in the soup saloon and guess who just walks into? And and New England clam chatter is pulling up a stool and we're saying 60% yes, Frank.
1: Because this thing is the consistency of like white gravy. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, I don't know, forty percent not sexy or okay, sexy. So you're down there. Here, here's another
0: uh, thick. Well, maybe I don't know, Frank. Do you think that French onion soup
1: is sexy? The F O soup. Uh, the uh the the one that they the crock that they had on there. The uh, cro- that's what it's called. Um, it's, it's called a. Okay. It's, I'm going to, yes, I'm going to go like 90%. Wow. See, now, the- also,
0: as we're going through this, just imagine, I think I've, I made a good remark of just imagine the soup walking into the saloon. Also, imagine the croc walking into the soup saloon in New York City with like a sexy Santa outfit because it's Santa con. <sighs> just picture that too, Frank. So, French onion soup. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go like literally middle of the road because it could be a little too messy. You got to get your hands involved pulling that string. I don't know if I'm if I'm ready for that, Frank. So I'm gonna go about fifty-one on the
1: scale. You like the crusty Gruyere, though. We had a whole episode like, but that's different. That's
0: different than the non-crusty part. So Frank, that's what I'm gonna go with. All
1: right. Do you think miso?
0: This is all you, Frank.
1: Do you think that miso soup is sexy? We know where Frank's going. Frank. Miso thinks it's (laughs) sexy.
0: (laughs) I was not expecting that to come out of your mouth. But yes you went a hundred percent i am gonna go the complete opposite frank it is a zero for jimbo
1: Miso no miso no uh molly if uh, she's listening to the podcast this is one of the uh, soups that we talked about was a miso soup uh we had a good story about that followed the soup with frank episode six uh good towards Winter. the end yeah well it was followed the soup though actually no egg is it winter yet i think it was you're right
0: on the time of recording whenever frank uploads this time recording we're still in fall thank you we're still in fall frank and guess what we're gonna fall into some mushroom soup do you think that crema of mushroom soup is sexy well the way that i just said it adds a couple points um this is a very the photo of very heavy mushroom like slices Mm -hmm. of mushrooms in here um I'm going
1: to go 75% sexy. So this was another Molly soup, but this is, yeah, my whole thing with cream of mushroom is all I can think is condensed cream mm-hmm. of mushroom, but this one looks good. This one looks more yep. crema. like it just has like chunks of mushrooms. So oh, I'll, I'll go for it. I'll go 65%. Okay. Yeah, you're definitely going to have a, a bite of mushroom in every bite. I don't know what this is. for you can go, Frank. What is this? I believe this is a Thai soup. Do you think that Tom Young soup is sexy? Now this is a basing off the picture. There's a nice uh, a shrimp, a couple shrimps on there, some crab, um, prawn, so, if you will. Prawn. Are we gonna call a prawn? Um, so, <laughs> Ooh, is that a, a nice slice of a uh, slice of cabbage?
0: Maybe. Oh, that, I think an actual crab is in there. So Jimbo's That's- definitely. Getting a little sexed on with here with the uh the crab. So we're gonna go for Jimbo. This is the the tomato base. Ah wow, Frank. Do you I think the Tom Young soup is sexy? I kinda do. I'm gonna give it a like a 55. 55, Frank. I'll give it a
1: 75.
0: (laughs) Oh okay. Ladies, remember that. And here we go Frank do you think the Italian wedding soup is sexy I mean I just met her but apparently we're getting married we're getting married over here you in the picture we have a uh, 5 meatballs in there you have the I believe that spinach frank and some carrots um this um you know it's a wedding is is full of love and but we're talking sexy Frank we're going sexy I'm going to
1: go Forty percent sexy for Italian white soup. Yeah, I'm. I'll stick. Yeah, I'll go like forty-eight percent. Okay.
0: So right now we're kind of in line. We might be the same love language. How do you feel about that, Frank?
1: <laughs> that, that would be great. Um, oh, next one though. Yeah. Um, so I and I need to say, it. do you think that do you think tortilla soup is sexy? I mean, the way that they.
0: The way that they present this tortilla soup, Frank, it's got the crema on the side. There's a nice little basil action over there. The tortilla with some coquita cheese. Beautiful. Love it. We're going to go a solid. You know, I'm feeling that fiesta. We're going to go 75% sexy right here. Uh, I'm going to go like 35. Ooh, Cinco de no-no for Frank. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh.
1: Do you think broccoli cheddar soup is sexy, Frank? Uh, I have uh, slid mine all the way to uh, super sexy. Thank you. We can move on. Jimbo, what is yours? Uh, Frank got the penthouse suite
0: at the hotel with the (laughs) cheddar soup. Uh, Broccoli cheddar (laughs) soup. Frank, this you know, broccoli cheddar, we've had this conversation in the past. I am more of a Cheddar before broccoli, I want it more of a cheese soup with the broccoli. I don't know. I'm gonna go broccoli, it's very broccoli heavy here. We're gonna go like 30-35% sexy. Too much broccoli in here, Frank. Yeah, I, I want cheddar broccoli, not
1: broccoli cheddar. <laughs> That's true. Um, do you think that split pea soup is sexy now?
0: Super fans will know that what I'm about to say is not a surprise. We're missing a vital ingredient to make this a catch.
1: There's no ham.
0: Correct. Frank, split pea soup by itself is a 0% sexy.
1: Absolute zero. Well, I was going to say, I'm like, by default, split pea soup is like the most unsexy soup. <laughs> I'm going to go like a 10%. Ooh, okay.
0: Oh, here we go. Team Frank in the house. Do you think ramen is sexy? And this is a fully loaded ramen. If you all remember when Frank did his road tour across nowhere America, he like built his amazing ramen and just picture putting every egg in there. That makes you want to gag, but Frank do you think ramen is sexy?
1: Uh yes, that is that is a hundred. There is a, Oh my god. We're going complete zero on Jimbo side. It looks like there's like a pork ton, uh like a nice pork slice. I forget the name of that. Um nice like hard uh soft boiled egg, a little tofu, it looks like that little uh What is that thing with the little pink squiggle? Uh I was about to ask. Is uh, that a coconut? Is that a rice ball? It is a, um, it is called a Naruto Maki. Oh, it's a fish cake. I was going to say it's a fish cake. Um, I don't know. It, it's name likely comes from the naturally occurring Naruto whirlpools located in the Naruto Strait. Okay. That's, that's enough of tough language for Frank to pronounce. Um, but yeah, I would, uh, I would give that a hundred, um, that wow. Looks delicious. Uh,
0: Frank, someone just walked into the saloon and I did a double take. Uh, would that be the butternut squash? Oh yes. Guess who is here? Butternut squash soup. One hundred a percent for Jimbo.
1: Uh, That was a pork of pork shashu for anyone that was curious. We're we're done with that. Sorry, I was just
0: telling the souvenirs. I looked it up. What a wingman over here! Uh, Trying to get butternut squash. Twenty four percent. All right, you can have the friend. Next,
1: do you think gumbo is sexy, Frank? So. Someone asked me the other day. I didn't realize that I was the soup gatekeeper. But they're like, if people keep on asking me <laughs> if certain things soup, and they're like, do you think gumbo is a soup? And I'm like, there's gumbo soup. I'm like, no, because it's like it's a stew that's served on top of rice. But right. I, for the, I would give it like a thirty-eight percent. I'm going to agree 100% with that Frank
0: because a lot of spice too hot, I don't know, not
1: sexy. 38% sounds sounds about right. Uh we can just skip this one, uh, put it we'll both put it to zero. Do you think that gazpacho is sexy? Uh, now, no, thank you. Okay. Frank, you're going zero it sounds like. Yeah. In the
0: current environment we're talking Santa Con, it's winter, cold, not sexy. But if it's summertime, I'm gonna go, you know, seventy-five percent. Yeah, you know, you're hanging by the pool, sipping on some gazpacho. Put it all together, Frank. I'll go a nice forty-five percent sexy. I'll mm. give it.
1: I'll give it its due. Only cold soup I'll eat is cold egg drop soup. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. So this one is also a no. Uh, do you think that? <laughs> Loaded potato soup is sexy again. Loaded potato soup, the most unsexy soup. This isn't the split pea like thing.
0: Now, Frank, it depends what you're into for the night. If you want to just go, I don't care what it what happens, but this is it. It's a loaded potato soup type night. It's going to be a good night, Frank. I'm going to go seventy percent sexy (laughs) i'm gonna go like 20 you and the soup need to be on the same page though with that one (laughs) would you like to read this next one sure frank do you think minestrone soup or minestrone is sexy i'll give it like a
1: 57
0: Okay. I, that's a, that's a, that's a Frank score right there. This is like a runner soup, healthy vegetables. They're kind of boring a little bit. Cause you know, I want to, I need to go home a little early. I got to go my 6am run. So Frank, I'm going to go a little bit lower, maybe 25%, 25% sexy.
1: So uh, this, this next soup uh, is a, is a favorite on the podcast uh, yep. Memphis at the OG uh, what up uh, do you think Zupa Tiscana is uh, sexy? The way you say it alone gives it some points, right? With the stash? I mean, come on. I mean, I'm just saying in
0: general, not you, but in general. <laughs> Thank
1: you, GMO. Wow. <laughs>
0: Zupa, I'm going to keep it 50 50- one. I'm gonna go just a little
1: bit, no, a little bit up there. It's missing. Too it's
0: missing some ingredients to like really make it make it worth something for me.
1: No, it's like a 79. Okay,
0: kind of sexy. Do you think beef
1: bourguignon? No, no. it's sexy. <laughs> it's it's. I'm pretty sure from Julia Child, it's beef bourguignon. Wow, um, look at you. Uh that is not a soup. Uh and I I peeked ahead because I'm like this is not a soup. Uh it is a stew. This is a beef stew. I agree with you. This, this is, is not reason, sexy. This is why Buzzfeed is on a downward decline since 2013. Um <laughs> this is not uh not a soup. I uh, I'll give it like a 9. Okay. And Frank, our final soup of the Buzzfeed quiz.
0: Do you think fa or if you're like me reading it, foe is sexy? You already know that that slider went to 100. Oh, my gosh. And my slider went to a zero. Oh, that's, come on. That's how you know the soup boys right there. Oh, OK. I'm, I'm afraid to click this, Frank. I don't know if I, if I want to reveal my love language to uh, our super fans. <laughs> We're going to get love letters with specific notions.
1: Are you ready? Are you going to yeah. click it? Okay. Ready? We're going to. Okay. Frank
0: and I are going to click the button that says, I'm done. All okay. right. Ready? In three, two, oh, one. Click. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Now, do you want to go first, Frank? You can go first. It's fine. Okay. Before I preface mine, are we going to read the whole thing or just read the title of our love language? Whatever your heart desires. I think we should read the whole thing because it's, okay. it's BuzzFeed and they they work hard on this. So <laughs> um, I'm going to think about the one soup that I made a comment on earlier. I think it was the loaded baked potato soup. So just imagine me with loaded baked potato soup in a night at the uh, penthouse of the Four Seasons in Maui. Now, Frank, my love language is physical touch. Physical touch, which means you prefer to give and receive love through physical gestures like hugs, kisses, and cuddles. This is also how you'd like to give yourself love, which means you often treat yourself to things like skincare, fuzzy slippers, and all things cozy. Physical touch, Frank, is your Jimbo's a love language. Excuse me while me and loaded baked potato soup cuddle while we listen to yours.
1: Okay. What a Uh, podcast, by the way. Yeah, it's about (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i was about to say i'm like this is the people begged for jimbo back and this is this is a jimbo segment this is <laughs> uh so my love <laughs> language is gifts it's great uh gifts gifts are always definitely your love language You're super perceptive and always listen to what people in your life have to say. So you're a pro at getting them the perfect gift to let them know you've been thinking of them. You're also a fan of getting gifts, but the giving is better than receiving. (laughs) Frank's a giver. Oh, my gosh. Sure.
0: (laughs) Clap that up. Clap that up. Soup Soupington appreciate all of that it's souping was-
1: Soupington not soup, <laughs> Soupington
0: uh, that was our gift to everybody our super fans out there I hope you enjoyed that Frank let's hit him with our next segment soups that we tried this week get this thing back on the rails hold on
1: <laughs> Alec come on buddy oh we my had we we have this... this is why we don't do Christmas bonuses for you Alec yeah he was he was asking about it but uh no come on it's coming come on. <laughs> Jimbo what no uh, I'm waiting for my people. drop
0: I need another accumulation at this point.
1: what soups did Frank and Jim try this week? Uh, Did they try uh, an oldie soup or something with crema? Or did they uh, try a fancy gym soup? We will find out. Uh, We will find out. (laughs) Nailed it. I brought it back because that that was such... I'm sorry, Alec brought it back because it was such a... Uh, a hit last week. Uh, I love it. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, so, who would like to go first? Well, Frank, uh, I have a
0: Christmas gift. Another, we're full of gifts. Well, I mean, you're the giver, but um, full of gifts, Frank. I have a live super review for our super fans today. I mean, what more do you all want? Look at this. Frank, in front of me. So, I'm going to go first, okay. by the way. Because I have that right here. And for our TikTok friends, the gold spoon. How festive are we? Frank, from our friends over at Lazy Dog, it's a wonderful restaurant and um, available in many locations. I have their chicken tortilla soup in front of me, Frank. Now, I opted for, let's give you the lowdown. I opted for the soup and half sandwich lunch special which is only $10, Frank. So I have a half sandwich ready for me after this podcast. But right now I have the chicken tortilla soup. If you want a bowl by itself, it's $7.95. With the soup and half sandwich, you're only spending $9.95, Frank. So you got a deal going on for you. It comes with the tortillas on the side. I'm going to show that right here for you. Look at that. Wow. Nice little Nice little cup also comes with a cheese mix with it looks like parsley also in a side so mm-hmm. i'm going to i'm going to mix the tortillas and a little bit of the cheese in my to go container with my gold spoon now right off the bat frank i need to show this to you the size of this chicken I don't know if they're supposed to shred this, but, oh, this, I almost dropped it, Frank. I did drop it. This is the, this is the chicken. Are you seeing this? Look how big this chicken is. It's like ripped chunks of chicken. It is one solid piece. Of, oh, there's two big chunks of chicken, not shredded, which I'm happy about. Cause you know, that's bang for your buck right there. We're going to go in for the bite there. It's, um, there's some rice down here. There's some tomato and it looks like a pepper. Here we go. So mm.
1: while you're sipping. Yes. What? It, I'm sorry. What do you, where do you oh, keep going? Uh, I have a Ooh. question. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, did you do like a pickup at this lazy dog thing? Because it seems like a sit down restaurant. And so Zo- I
0: did do a pickup curbside. Curbside pickup, Frank. Because the rice is fantastic. The rice is very soft, but it holds its
1: shape. Mm. Jimbo has the longest spoon possible. Um, the chicken is very good. It's white meat
0: chicken. I'm very impressed with this, Frank. Frank, we're going to give this a great score. Hmm. Not spicy enough for me. That's going to hurt. <laughs> Frank, I've had enough. I'm going to give the lazy dog chicken tortilla soup a rating of
1: 8.9. 8.9, Frank. Wow. Putting it on the board.
0: 8.9. It would If it was spicier, it would have been in the nines, but 8.9.
1: So you have reviewed. Uh, <laughs> um, so I hate to say this. <laughs> uh, Jumbo has reviewed the lazy dog chicken tortilla soup before on the podcast. Oh, wow. But this you, is live. This is live, though. Would you like to know? Uh, you actually went on a string of reviewing uh, chicken tortilla soups. Would you like to know what you reviewed at that time? Sure. Tell me. 5.3 Wow They've redeemed themselves Frank uh, in
0: Oh your, Yes And I can say that It's extra charge For avocado But I did not get mm. But They also gave you A cheese crisp Ooh Which is Fantastic Does not change the score But Also something to note That crunch On the mic One more One more Yeah One more Dave Portnoy, here
1: you go. Ooh. heard <laughs> that? That's, that's worth the price of admission, right there. I
0: lost a tooth in that crunch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank,
1: let's hear your review. All right. Uh, so, Frank uh, had a soup from uh, one, it's a sports bar chain here in uh, the Pennsylvanias. Uh, it's called a PJ Wellahan. So uh PJ Wellahans, it's like a it's like a Chickies and Pete's if you've ever been to it. it it's like an upscale version of an Applebee's with the less decorations across the place. By the way, Applebee's doesn't have the decorations as much anymore. Um but Does so, your Applebee's have like high school yearbook photos all yeah, over the wall? Like well, yeah, ours is like uh it has like like uh, not you know those fat head stickers. It's basically like they have like a printout of like all the local local high schools, um. But like the year that they opened up, basically. So if you graduated high school
0: in two thousand seven and your Applebee's opened up in two thousand eight, you're on the wall currently.
1: Yeah, there was I. I got a review of an Applebee's from a friend of the show, Doctor Jen Sanchez. Uh, she said that super Applebee's- fan. Super fan. Yes, she said that it was gross. Um, And I'm like, I wouldn't call Applebee's gross. I mean, I mean, you're always eating good in the neighborhood. I mean, some places like I've been to a Applebee's in like West Virginia where there's like no restaurants. And that was like the best restaurant in town. You can't go (laughs) wrong with Applebee's beer on tap. No, Uh, I am sad that I couldn't drink when they had like the dollar like my ties with the Twizzler as a straw. I mean, oh, (laughs) do you remember that they Mm -hmm. had like a, like 2019, they had a run of just dollar drinks. Um, they were like, it was like diabetes city, but, uh, it was like tons of sugar, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, yeah, um, I can say that joke because I have a lot of family members who have diabetes, but, (laughs) um, just to disclose. I mean, I don't, but anyways, before I get in my, so, um, from the pj Wellands, i got a uh chicken uh, i was about to say chicken tortilla soup italian <laughs> wedding uh Ooh, wow yeah so it was on the i didn't give it a now i didn't tip my hand because i didn't call it the sexiest soup but it was pretty good i can have I will i can post a picture on our soup and thing jimbo too busy just with his soup but i will show jimbo a picture almost of, done Look at these what is the what are these white things? Do you see them? Hey, hold on. Let me get it to focus. What is that? Do you see what I'm showing? There's like they're little like, white They're like little beans.
0: Oh, no, those are little pasta things. Little pasta um noodles.
1: Yeah, I was curious uh of what it exactly was. So, I uh, Oh, wait, I may have found it. So, the... I'm looking up a chicken... I should... I usually keep a uh, soup book right near us for this. Um, So, these are orzo. No, dry... Anche... A-C-I-N-I de Pepe, or orzo. So, I think it's Anche de Pepe. I'm not Italian. Uh, So... It was pretty good, though. The other, it was the soup of the day. The other one was uh, French onion, which I've had before. Uh, Very good. Crusty Gruyere. So uh, the crustiest of Gruyere. It was pretty good. I'd give it like 7.2 out of 10. Okay.
0: Very nice, Frank. And that was a soups that we tried this week. (laughs) Frank. Are you ready to close out this episode with the wheel? Let's do it. Let's Hold hit him. Oh, Frank. That's hey, it him. It's our Christmas festive podcast episode. It is the wheel of segments. Franklin.
1: Did it land on what I thought it landed on? Jimbo. I think it is the uh, Best. Yeah. Soup Boy's best and worst
0: Christmas songs. Wow.
1: Super fans have been waiting.
0: The super fans have been waiting to hear what the Soup Boys have to say about their top and worst Christmas songs ever, Frank. Ever.
1: So, Jimbo, who uh, I believe that the wheel says that uh, we are listing our top new favorite, our Correct. top uh, pre well, uh, 1996, I think it said. Sure. Uh, top classic and then uh the worst christmas song ever. Okay, so
0: top new 1990 and up basically, top classic and worst song ever. So, um let's start together Frank. How about that? We'll we'll start I'll give my best new song, top new song. You give your top new song and then we'll go down the list from there. How about that? Perfect. Love it. Super fans add this one to your Spotify playlist immediately or as we call immediately. top new song is definitely by a gift of our generation. Rob Thomas is New York city Christmas. I mean, if you are strolling down fifth Avenue while the snowflakes are falling and you hear from a bodega New York city Christmas, I don't know how you don't pull up with that baked potato soup and just have a night. I mean, loaded baked potato soup, because that's what that song is. It is all loaded, Frank.
1: So, so Frank also has a song um, and uh, shocker. It is also by Rob Thomas. <gasps> um, Double RT. It came out this year. It is called Small Town Christmas. Um I first heard it on the Macy's Day Parade and uh it is basically every as someone who go travels like it's like 400 miles or something like that to go every year for Christmas uh and it is like a very small town it's it's a christmas in a small <laughs> town snow is falling all <laughs> around Rob Tom- we got to get Rob Thomas on this oh my podcast.
0: God. After he hears this, I mean, let's plug the album. He's got a brand new Christmas album. Download it today. I don't know the
1: name of it, but um, amazing. Keep- Double Rob Thomas, Frank. Uh, something about Christmas. Uh, it is in all caps. Uh, okay. Something about Christmas. Just download- He's yelling,
0: something about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just download all of his stuff. I mean, um, I saw but it was- I do
0: have to say, I do have to say, and I hate to cut you off Frank, but there is a new version of New York City Christmas on that album. Uh, immediately delete that one. You want the original <laughs> no. one from from the Rosie O'Donnell Christmas Collection from like 1990 something. That's the one that you want Frank. Mm-hmm
1: no rob don't listen to that all versions are great we can't wait to have you on speaking
0: Uh, of all versions are great not so much but that top classic let's move on to the next category frank top classic song from your boy jimbo um i will have to admit something i didn't know that this was the name of the person the singer the artist but it's beginning to look a lot like christmas i love that song frank that's by a man called named he is perry como like lake como never knew that always thought it was dean martin or bing crosby matt perry como's in the mix so that's the top classic if you agree with me uh let us know um instagram twitter we gave all that before but
1: yeah franklin your turn so mine is a little bit of a curveball. Uh it is considered a classic, but it is by uh Chris Rhea, I believe. Um he sang the song Fool If You Think It's Over, but it's called Driving Home for Christmas. I first heard it on a Black Friday at a in at a Kohl's at like three o'clock in the morning. The Cole's uh, cash? We did get some Coles cash this year, you know That's it. That's right, Mama Frank. Uh no, she I mean just the Absolutely. Mama Frank's like Super Bowl is Kohl's on Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um like, she like um, tailgates
0: outside everything.
1: Right. Oh, so we were, yeah, my one of my cousin's friends is with us once and she's like, she is like the queen of Black Friday. I'm like, yes, this is this is this is something we prepare for. So <laughs> Um, the Yeti is full of chorus Seltzer. That, yeah, that's. It. I'm just, I'm, I'm just here for the ride. Not, uh, waking up at uh, like four o'clock, just I'm ready. Um, but yeah, so uh, it it is also kind of the same. It's like the precursor to Small Town Christmas. It's like it's your way. You're driving. Like on your way, December 22nd, 23rd, you're coming home. You're driving home for, driving home for Christmas. Doo, doo, doo. I, we used to actually play the song. We've gotten big enough. Where I'm not comfortable not play, playing royalty. I mean, Chriserea, big fans. We love. I mean, come on the show, but uh, yeah. yes, uh, li- look it up. Give him some. Give him some Spotify money. So, uh, Jimbo, what is Those your pennies? W- <laughs> the point zero zero zero
0: one. <laughs> Those pennies will add up into pennies. Uh, great, great job, franka That's a new one that I will actually listen to uh, later on. But worst around the worst, right? Worst mm-hmm. song. Ever. Everyone's been waiting for this. Frank, this is a song by a band's group. Chicks, if you will, of the waitresses Christmas rapping. I hate this song so much. If you are someone out there that knows every word to the song, you're the only person out there that knows every word to the song. It goes something like bah, huh, da, 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 da. That's the worst interpretation, Frank. But can you help me out there? You
1: know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say? Christmas repping. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry
0: Christmas. Worst ever. Frank, you turn.
1: I hate to say it. I really, I really do. But... I love I love the let me I love the Christmas special big Christmas special guy Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. <laughs> wow. A classic <laughs> down the toilet. It was great when I was like five, but it has nothing to do with the the singer uh of the song whose name is Had a very shiny nose. Burl Ives, Burl Ives. You, you did a great performance it Has nothing to Burl. do with you. Burl. Is that uh, in the top baby name, for boys in 2021, Burl. I did do a slideshow for my cousin who's pregnant of uh, baby names. Uh, Burl yeah. did not make the list. No. Remington did river. Uh, my, my cousin did not, was not a fan of river. Um, uh, but let me uh, throw
0: Burl. See, see what happens. Burl? Burl.
1: Okay. Um, uh, I I had Philadelphia on there. I wanted the first and middle name to be Philly. Yeah, right. I could call. I'd see. I want a nicknameable name, but I wanted it to be Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and then the the middle name be <laughs> the middle name be Pennsylvania. So just pick. All right. Anyways, uh, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer is overplayed. That's it. It's not uh, Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You" was close. Overplayed. Um, yep. and uh, Justin Bieber's. Uh, I I you know. The Justin
0: Bieber's entire album almost made the list. Michael Bublé. You're never going
1: to be Bing Crosby. Take a seat. Stop releasing <laughs> stuff. That almost made the list. Uh, for my top classic, uh, Paul McCartney's wonderful Christmas time. Honorable mention. Close first place. Very nice, Frank.
0: Well, this has been an enjoyable festive podcast. If I do say so myself, Frank, Final remarks from me if you're looking for a last minute Christmas gift, head over to t chip t chip, yeah. Tchip.com slash easy. That's right. I have a bookmark, so I don't I don't type it in everybody. Tchip.com slash super easy. Get yourself a a uh, color changing mug as a stocking stuffer. We have other gifts there that you can procure. That's always fun to say. Um, so that's my final word. Happy, happy Christmas, Frank. That's what I'll have to say. Any last words from you before we say goodbye?
1: Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, and uh, yeah, don't uh, be be good on Christmas. It, it, whatever gifts you get, act like even if you don't want it, even if Aunt Linda got you like another Axe body spray kit, like just yeah. say, thank you, Aunt Linda. This is what I always wanted. Yep. And that's something you talked to her about in like April like let's I have enough I have I've eight bodies, brace. I'm good <laughs> all right that's the podcast
0: have a great so, holiday we'll see ya oh I cut you off Frank no you could go I, I I Alec was too quick on the drill Alec have a great holiday we'll see ya in the new year no <laughs> yes super name easy man super name name easy man super name super name easy, man. Super name, super name, easy.